0: Amigos are we, brother to brother and everyone, a brave amigo. Wherever they need us, our destinies lead us,
1: amigos, we're always together. Hi, I'm FBL Marple and I'm joined today by my two amigos, Dale, who you can find on Twitter at ChefDaleH and Mars, who you can follow at Mars05. Make sure you're following our group account at 3 FPL. In this Getting to Know You mini series, we've interviewed FBL managers from all over the world as it's our mission to let our listeners get to know the people behind the FBL accounts they interact with. To do that, we've come up with 20 questions which will reveal exactly who they are. With the Amigos now, we have Danny, who you should all know and love from his Twitter account, at Danny Jameson. Danny, you're very welcome to the show. Are you ready to bare your soul to the FBL community? I think so. After that introduction, yeah, let's give it a go. <laughs> um, tell us, this is what this is the one we ease our guests in with. So, um,
0: describe yourself for us in three words. Talk about easing yourself in. Um, I, I like to think I'm quite funny, although the next thirty minutes might debunk that quite quickly. Um, <laughs> I, I do have a bit of sarcasm as well, um, and hopefully, uh, if people follow me on Twitter, they'll think I'm I'm quite helpful. I should hope.
1: Usual one we we come up with um, people coming up with addictive and um and we had even had Ben Dinnery <laughs> Ben Dinnery described himself as cranky um before but uh, I, I like I like your words. All right, Danny Chef,
0: um, how are you? I'm very good. And um, so second question: Where do you come from, and how did you come to our screens as part of the official FBL team? Uh, well, I am from the glorious town of Wigan in Lancashire. Um, I came onto your screens a, a bit of a, a backwards way, really. Um, I, I was working for a couple of years as, as a um, assistant producer with, with Premier League Productions, who um, are basically a, a, an in house kind of broadcast channel for the Premier League. So when you buy the Premier League rights, you also get this magnificent suite of programming. Um, you see some of it over here in the UK with Premier League Preview and Premier League Review. So all that sort of stuff. But generally, our stuff goes out abroad. Um, it just so happened that, that one day we were doing a, a screen test for a new presenter. Um, they needed someone to phone as a guest. Uh, nobody else was in the office. I just come out of an edit, so I put myself forward. And um, as it happened, they, they sort of thought, oh, he's he's quite comfortable in front of the camera. And um, then at the end of the season, did a screen test myself. They quite liked me. And uh, they were creating this new short-form uh, content department, effectively. Um, to, to go alongside the, the official FPL show with James and Jules um, and I, I've started doing fancy stuff through that they, they seem to like it they put a, a video out every day which hopefully everybody listening to this watches and uh, yeah, I've been lucky enough to, to sub in for the absolute legend that is Mark Southerns a couple of times on the actual show as well um, so basically I've, I've managed to fluke my way in and I'm just hoping that no one tells me that I'm out of place <laughs> doing it all. Yeah, <laughs> doing a great job. Tom. Yeah, he's no, doing a brilliant job. It's it's honestly complete right place, right time. Uh, everybody always asks how do you get into the media, and basically you just got to be really lucky. Keep putting yourself in, in decent positions, and eventually it'll happen. Yeah, it's putting
1: yourself out there a little bit though, because obviously the first time um, you put yourself forward, whether whether it's going on a podcast or whether it's doing anything, it's kind of you're you're taking a bit of a risk that you can make a fool of yourself, but um, that's what you have to do to to succeed in anything. Um, no, brilliant. We we do really enjoy the um, the content, the official FBL, the um, the the short video clips and stuff, and the professionalism of it is obviously new to FBL managers, so um, uh, we definitely we definitely do enjoy it um tell us fbl when and how did you first get into it and um football in general were you always like an fbl manager or did it did that just come to you in the, in recent times
0: uh, i've always i always played it uh, my first year was uh, 2007 uh, i'm reliably informed by the website um so i've been going that here for quite a while i never. i suppose i've taken it more seriously uh, since i've started working in it um but I've always sort of played it, uh, I've had ups and downs, seasons where I've paid religious attention to it, Bit of a bit of a gap. Um, after I started working in football, because when you're starting off, you're working all hours God gives you, and it's sometimes quite difficult to find the time to, to give it the attention that, that you really need to, to, to have a decent season. Um, but in terms of football, that's always been my sport since I was young, really, um, since I was four or five years old, I've been playing. Um, kept that all the way through your life and I suppose FPL is just a nice way of of, uh, of getting more involved in it isn't it really yeah it is yeah and I
1: think actually as you mentioned there looking back on your record and you realise well it's 2007, 2008 that you started playing but um, same as myself I think everyone started off and the first two years is more you're playing but you're not really keeping track of it and you kind of lose focus after a few weeks um, so, it am kind of surprise. I'd be similar to my first few years where um, we're basically just very much novice, play for a few months, get bored with it, and uh, <laughs> yeah. forget all about it. So, Danny, hey, what is
0: your highest ever finish in FPL? Uh, the highest ever finish was, was last year, actually, which is probably a good job given last year was when I started supposedly telling people what they should do every week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that was my highest finish just outside the top 100,000, which I was pretty happy with. It, came after four or five years where I'd not really paid much attention to it. Um, I'd got to about like October, November and kind of uh, other things had been a priority. Um, but I mean, I started off pretty well, actually, the first few years, probably heightened by the fact that back then I was going to, I was a season ticket holder at Wigan and um, I was going to a game every weekend, pretty much. So, that really helps actually seeing the seeing the teams in question yourself and um, I suppose Seeing Leighton Baines every week, also used to help rather a lot back in those days because he was probably still is an absolute fantasy legend. we uh, without all yeah. doubt.
1: It's a bit of a sore point when you're talking about um, watching your team and using it for FPL research for poor Dale because um, his leads haven't been haven't been oh, around oh, the Premier so, League so, so, for all right. of a, right, a, a right. it while. It's a bit of a dig there, Danny. I'm surprised right. you came in with so soon in the
0: podcast, <laughs> but um, fair play just because um, I bit <laughs> Liverpool every day on Twitter you know yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so Danny what is your uh, best FPL memory I was it was probably those those early early days really um I was on Leighton Baines rather early because obviously I, I loved him at Wigan I saw his potential um so that that those sort of early days were, were a big highlight and to be fair uh, I, can't remember, I can't remember whether it was the last week or the second last week of last season, where for the first time it three figures. That was that was mainly due to Harry Kane. I think it was I can't remember which, which uh, week it was, it was either thirty seven or thirty eight, where he got he got all them goals and yeah, that was that was quite satisfactory because I've been close so many times. End up with like ninety seven or ninety eight. Never hit three yeah. figures until... I think that was 37. I think it was 37. I think you're right. And uh, yeah, I managed to get three figures the first time, so that was very satisfactory. Lovely. Lovely jubbly. Um, tell us,
1: what do you like most about the game and what do you dislike most?
0: Uh, to be fair, it's, it's probably the two things related. It's, it's, it's getting your character choice right or wrong. It's so incredibly frustrating where you look back at how many times you get it wrong and oh my God, it's just like... If, if you'd pick the right person, if you pick the right person every single week, so that's, that's not probably not going to happen all season. But it's incredibly frustrating looking at where you could be had you got it. Just just that simple decision every week. If you got it right uh-huh. every week, so that's that's the the one thing. And the best thing is always when you have a captain on the early game, the twelve thirty on a Saturday, and he comes through and scores a couple of goals for you, and you already sat on like a nice little thirty pointer after one game that's all that's just such a satisfactory the rest of the Saturday doesn't really matter does it you've got a good head start yeah. that's usually the best feeling
1: yeah you can see everyone else sweating then on their picks for later exactly. on especially if you've got Mo exactly. Salah or a, midf- a midfield captain hit is um, is lovely but uh, yeah that's brilliant
0: so Danny you're the boss at FPL for one day other than giving yourself a massive pair of eyes, what one rule <laughs> or feature would you change <laughs> Uh I mean, obviously, I've got to be—I've probably be careful in case the pay masses are, are listening. To be fair, I think they, the one thing they got well, that got really right this year was the introduction of free hit. Uh, I think that's been such a such an interesting addition this year. Getting rid of all-out attack—that was probably the one thing that I would have done this time last year. Um, I mean, I've, I've been playing a bit of the draft game this year, um, which I've, I've really enjoyed. So, quite like some of my um, American fantasy sports. Uh, So it would be nice, and I think it might be in the works, it might be nice next year to be able to trade players between teams. That would be the one thing that I think I'd I'd get in. I have have a sneaking suspicion, this is no insider knowledge whatsoever. I think that might be in the works for next year, but that would be a really good addition to the draft game. Yeah, I'll be honest with you, I I, um, I played the draft straight away when it was available and that was the one thing I thought was missing and I I was quite disappointed. So it would be a, a brilliant addition if they did that. Yeah, because no, I know Danny coming, yeah.
1: I, um, we'll, we'll call it an inside scoop for the three amigos. So, Danny, you're giving it to us a <laughs> therapy. Okay? Um, we'll see, but. we'll see. But we have um, the—that's one thing actually I noticed that you used to be talking about the NFL often on a Sunday night um, when—and I'm into the NFL as well, so um, I interacted with you a few times about about the game and stuff. And um, that's what I love about the NFL fantasy football is like the trading—the trading you can do, like trading draft picks if you're playing dynasty leagues, or if you're trading just players between teams. Oftentimes, um, it it adds so much to the game. So that would be would be brilliant if that came in.
0: Yeah, it's, it's such a, an interesting uh, sort of facet to it, and, and we have a, we have an NFL uh, fantasy league at work, and it's brutal sometimes. Some of the trades, you like getting get uh, all sorts of incentives outside of the game. It's just to try and swing a trade <laughs> one way or the other. It's,
1: you it, you need really, a strong commissioner. Yeah, you really do. You
0: really
1: do. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Uh, tell us, um, describe yourself as an FPL manager in three words.
0: This is a tough one. I. Don't, is, is overpatient a word? I'm saying it's a word. Overpatient is, is a major flaw. <laughs> I'm too loyal to people who let me down. White house. I'm, I'm ta- yeah, I'm claiming it. I'm coining it. Um, so yeah, over over overpatient. Um, but at the same time, a little bit hot-headed. In some side if someone annoys me, they've they've, they've gone like straight away. I'll, I'll be too loyal to some people, and then the others will just. Gone on, one week. See you later. <laughs> um, um, the third one. Uh, this is a this is a tough question. This is you're really you're digging deep here into the soul. You, of, uh, you know,
1: you know what one Danny. A lot of managers, a, left, a lot of FPL managers have, is addictive. Like they they find they're a bit <laughs> of an addictive personality because they're obsessing about. Um, you know, whether they're in draft, whether or not their acquisition, whether their um, claim went through or in, you know, in FPL, if they're wondering whether their player is going to go up or down in
0: price and stuff like that, you know, they're obsessed. Yeah, that's probably one thing that I can I can safely say. I'm not purely because I have, because it's my day job, effectively, to, to, to look at mm-hmm. all this sort of stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure whether there is any sort of addiction there because... You sort of have to do it. I'm not sure you can um, you can claim yeah. it, to be an addict if you're being paid to do it. I suppose. Um, yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll go with. I'll go with if we're going on the, the, the draft theme as well. Lucky because when we went into our draft at work, the one that I am currently leading by an absolute mile. Uh, I hasten to add. Uh, the second player that I wanted was Sadio Mane, and he went the pick. I think the pick before me, so I was stuck with Mohamed Salah instead and that has been the one man who's pretty much carried me through the entire season and I'll probably imagine being stuck imagine being stuck with Mo Salah imagine terrible, that. It? so I'll go with, <laughs> very lucky because had I had I done what I wanted to do with my original plans I would have had Mane who has been good but hasn't quite been Mo Salah so between I end up with him and Harry Kane which is I've been I've been accused of oh, cheating and uh, and all sorts in that league. Oh, I'd imagine yeah. you have been <laughs> accused of that. Yeah. <laughs> N-
2: nearly as lucky as uh, Liverpool because Salah was never their first target. Oh, so we told. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hi, Danny. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. Mars. Hello. I'm the third Mars. amigo. Whatever they told you about me is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> said That's you're very so professional.
1: Right. He, yeah. He's very <laughs> professional, charismatic. That's what we said. I don't
2: know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Danny, really a uh, pleasure talking to you and having you on on, on the pod as, as the guys have said I'm sure at the beginning um, so um, I'm gonna carry on with the questions uh, now thinking about the uh, you know the leagues in the FBI what's your target each year do you have a like a mini league do you go up against mark Jules and the team do you guys have like a, a league a cash league or, or non-cash league between you you know for uh, in the office yes
0: yeah, so we've got we've got one among the the whole of uh, the, the, the Premier League promotions teams that's just... 150 people in that um, so that's always a good one to, to fill in
2: do you have to let the boss to win
0: oh god no uh, although it's <laughs> fair he, he is pretty good the, there's two of our of our uh, senior producers of, and including uh, a guy called Sean who produces the show the Fantasy Premier League show he's very he's very, very good so they're always the ones to beat um, so that's always a good one to win We've, we're also in one with all the, the pundits and presenters so Mark, Jules, James, uh, then people like uh, Ian Wright, Matt Holland, uh, Phil Nev—all all the guys that are, that are regulars on our on our program—we're all in a, in a league together. I'm putting together a bit of a run. I'm not I'm not going to end up winning it because um, well, Mark Southerns is in it, but I'm not doing too badly so far. Um, in terms of aims, I just try it. if you can finish as close to Mark as possible. I'm, I think I'm within about 100 and some of points, a couple of hundred points, so I'll definitely take that. Is he that good yeah. then? Oh, no, oh, God, yeah. it's, it's astonishing. <laughs> like, I've, I've genuinely no idea how he does it. You I might have heard a rumour that it's not bad. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> you, look at some, you look at some of the decisions he makes and you think, you lucky so-and-so, but then it's happened every single year. So that some at some stage, there's, you can't be that lucky. Uh, we uh, all, you know, we you, all need
2: luck. It's, it's, sometimes it's calculated luck. We, we had a discussion what, about that.
0: Yeah, yeah I, honestly, I, I think it is. He's he's so good, and he just knows so much about it. It's it's incredibly impressive. Um, so yeah. he's the one to just finish near, never mind on, above. So Danny, uh obviously you're part of the official FPL show, but what what is the uh, one thing you must do before each deadline? Oh, the one thing you must do is, is obviously watch the official Premier League show. Uh, on artificial official FPL on Twitter and Facebook and on the website, fantasy.premierleague.com with James, <laughs> Jules and Mark. And of course, watch all of our daily videos that me and the wonderful Kelly Summers do every single day for you. Uh, if you <laughs> do all of that, then you'll be in pretty good shape.
1: You'll be pretty good shape. And then of course, on the way to work, you um, listen to the three amigos FPL show. I was
0: process. just about to say, of course, listen to the three amigos <laughs> uh, in, on your commute before, ahead of the deadline. Excellent,
2: <laughs> brilliant.
1: <laughs> and uh, tell us when you're choo- when it comes to choosing your captain pick and deciding on your transfers. How and when do you usually do that? Uh,
0: captain pick, I've i usually because we, we we will do a a roundup of the, the leading captain choice on the show on a, on a Thursday nights when we, we we take that, and then our video on a Friday will be sort of alternative choices. Usually by Thursday we I'll have in my mind a few options and I'll probably decide i've decided it by then um in terms of transfers it entirely depends really um if you can see i usually have a couple in mind from from the last few weeks that I sort of want to want to target and, and a couple who who I've sort of had on a on a watch list of sorts and then it all de- it all depends on are they gonna go up in price are they not we're as much in the dark as the rest of you guys are. So a, I was a, just about uh, to ask that. Yeah,
1: oh, that's,
0: yes. that's what I, I was about to ask that too. <laughs> literally no idea. It's like it's like imagine the the recipe for Coca Cola combined with the 11 herbs and spices from KFC <laughs> times a million. That's the secrecy that that formula is kept at FPL HQ. We we have literally no idea how they how they do it. We are completely in the dark. We're guessing as much as you are. Um, so uh, we, we believe you. Yes, we believe you, Danny. Thousands
1: wouldn't, but we believe you. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: sure, I'm sure they wouldn't, but I, 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 it's so frustrating when you miss, you miss
1: one by like a day. on 0.1 re- in red font on your top thing is nothing <laughs> more annoying when you're looking to put your transfers Oh, it's awful, isn't it?
2: So Danny, do you have any no-go players? Um, let, let me let me give an example. For example, Dini will never get in my team again. I captained him a couple of times last, last season when he had really easy home games and he trolled me in from... Since then, he's, he's just <laughs> nowhere near my team. Uh,
0: I no, Personally, no. I I, I don't harbour any ill will. against it. Nobody's let me down that badly so far, uh, Touchwood. Um But no, I, I'm not sure you can have any, any no-go players or teams really, just in case. I would like to keep an open mind. The, the obvious exception is... is well, everybody from West Brom around about now because they've been pretty hopeless all season, unfortunately, and don't look like they're going to turn it around anytime soon. But I like to keep an open mind. I, no matter how badly someone may let me down one game week to the next, I'd like to try to, try to remain neutral and not let it, let it affect and cloud I mean, your decision making.
2: To be honest, if it's Kane on Salah, I'll forgive them. Let's be honest. I can have it. Be mm-hmm. I can pick on, but I probably would, would be a bit more forgiven with Kane and Salah, let's be. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's amazing, isn't it, what 28 goals in for any debut season can uh, can do for a man. So, Danny, you support Wigan. Um, how do you feel about cheering on their rivals in FPL? am you know, luckily there's not really been any of our direct rivals in, in the Premier League for quite a while, so I've not had to consider that really. But it's... It is surprising how uh, how you find yourself hoping that I don't know some Bolton like Bolton keep a clean sheet because you for some reason got David Wheater in your team, uh, which is a, a very odd situation. But it it it, dep- it all depends. All comes down to um, the, the the situation with with your team, I suppose. For me, my team always came first if I needed a result to go Wiggins way because it might keep them in the Premier League then, to be honest, I'll take the hit in fantasy. Um, But if not, hey, if uh, Bolton happens to already be down, no issue with them getting a couple of results to boost my standing somewhat. Great stuff. Um, Tell us, if you
1: could pick one player past or present for your FPL team, who would that be?
0: It's got to be 2005-06 vintage Leighton Baines, who... It's still one of my all time <laughs> favourite Wigan Athletic players. I, like I say, I was on him for, from a very early uh that was back that was back in the days when I was playing I don't know the Daily Mails um, fantasy uh, oh. fantasy game at the time. Yeah, I was on him very early. He was very cheap because everybody thought we'd basically go down. I think the Rodney Marsh quote was having not won eleven corners, never mind, eleven games or something. Um and as we all know, he scored three or four goals, got six or seven assists I think and we end up finishing 10th so he was one heck of a uh, of a of a cheap pickup so if we could have him nowadays at 4.5 million pounds and putting up numbers like that I'd snap it up in an instant
1: my heart took a bit of a flutter there um when you said Danny when you said zero five zero six 5 0 peak and I was thought you were about to say Steven Gerrard but, um, Leighton Baines,
2: <laughs> no. too bad either. Well, I guess I guess the closest we've got this season is Robertson. At his price, has been unbelievable
0: lately. Anyway, yeah, and, and do you know what? I actually tweeted that out on sat on uh, on Saturday. He reminds me so much of Leighton Baines when when he first came into the league. He's the same. Huh? He's he's a very different sort of player. But his delivery is outstanding, and he's basically a winger in that Liverpool team. I, I love watching him play. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's a compliment. I'm sure he will take that as a compliment. I mean, definitely from an FPL-wise, the guy, uh, Baines, is a legend. And uh, if Robertson can match him every season, we will all be happy. Just hope that his price doesn't go up too much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is true.
2: Yeah. So, Danny, you, I, I mean, I know you interact. I've seen, I've seen you interacting with, with, with the guys. So how uh, what do you think about the FPL community?
0: In terms of how I feel about it, the vast majority of the people who, who um, seems to get in touch with me are reflect where our um, our shows go out. So it's a, a lot of um, sub-Saharan Africa, a lot of uh, India and Pakistan and, uh, and uh, Asia. And it's, it's incredible to see just how how absolutely rabidly uh, supportive of, of fantasy and of, of these Premier League teams that a lot, a lot of these guys maybe have never visited England, never been to a Premier League game, yet they know absolutely everything about every single player at their team or who is in their fantasy team it's incredible to see and it's it's one of these weirdly you or know, life-affirming moments that you know I, I've been watching football for since I was like five years old and yet the these uh, these people in Karachi or in Mombasa or uh, all around the world have just as much if not more knowledge of these players than I do and and they are Every bit as passionate a Chelsea fan from Sri Lanka as they are from from Stamford Bridge. It's it's amazing to see, and it's just it's re- it's really cool to talk to all these people from around the world, and and just to hear them get as passionate about the game of football and the, and the fantasy game as as all of us guys are who sort of work on it. Yeah, hundred uh, percent.
1: What's the kind of uh, one thing I wanted to actually ask you was, what's the kind of fu- either a funny, the funniest thing or the kind of daftest thing that you've ever had in your mentions, you know, with since you started working like in uh, in the FBL game. What's uh, what's the kind of f- some funny interaction you had or kind of something you went you going, this is crazy. Um, uh,
0: it, it always surprises me every every couple of weeks. Uh, someone will come up with another ridiculous person that that I apparently look alike. So the first one was was Robert Lewandowski, which I'm sure he would take as a massive insult. Um, (laughs) Then I think I had a haircut, and and someone asked why on earth um, Toby Alderweireld was doing fantasy Premier League updates. I can see see that too. (laughs) I I, I, I can see that one, actually. Got sort of spikyish hair, but I mean, look... I'll absolutely take it. He's a good-looking chap, but I think they're the, they're the strangest ones. It always, it, it sort of seems to be every sort of couple of couple of months, maybe someone will decide. Oh my god, he really looks like so and so, and we'll endeavour to tell me. Um, yeah, that's all, that's always a very hot one.
2: Another one for you, Danny. Do you do you laugh when you get, um, or do you see them when they come in, like give that assist to that guy? That guy got a touch. <laughs> His hair touched yeah. that ball.
0: <laughs> yeah, as if as if we have any control over. It. It's all done by Opta. This is the thing: is it's not really uh, it's not really anything I can do. Um, that that always makes me. Happy. The other the other one is, is whenever uh, we tweet out the the, the videos, I always I take a look at the comments to see what people maybe like or people don't like, and you always find someone deciding that it's a, such a terrible thing that I'm uh, helping out the casuals, as if that's not the, literally the entire point <laughs> of what we're doing. <laughs> um that always makes me laugh. like what do you what do you think we're here for that's the whole point we try to make help people play it properly and give them a few you should be doing tits. a bad job of it you see well, Yeah, I mean, in a few turds <laughs> yeah i mean this <laughs> is the problem I mean, if the people are so worried about you know maybe tipping up Delhi alley as a bit of a differential captain like we did last week then well maybe you're not quite as good at fantasy as you seem to think you are but hey not everybody yeah, it's not it's, very, it's, it's not a very like, small minority <laughs> Yeah, it's not like uh, the full Twitter community is not doing the full same thing, is it? Exactly. <laughs> to be fair. It's, it's literally what we're here for. It's what, why it's called a community, which try to help each other out. But hey, uh, some people are just a bit <laughs> too protective, aren't they? Yeah. So Danny, this is a chef's question. Uh, everybody knows I'm a foodie and I love it. But yeah, so what's your favourite <laughs> meal and your favourite drink? Uh, I mean, you. But I've got to go, go down the pie route, haven't I? Um, given my background. Uh, yeah, I do so. love a good pie, and it's got to be because I, I live in in London now, and it really nothing annoys me more than when you see something is claimed to be a pie on a um on a menu, and it turns out it's just basically a, a casserole with a pastry lid, not a pie, the my West. friend. Not a They're pie. They're the worst. The exactly, it's not a pie. I agree. Correct. I'm from Yorkshire, and I agree. I can tell by your accent. I knew you'd agree with me. um <laughs> Yeah, that does that does my head in. So that's that's. I do love a good pie. Drink-wise, I'm I'm partial to um, to a good Jack Daniels. Lovely stuff. Um, If your house is on fire, Danny,
1: and you could only save one non-living item, what would you grab?
0: Uh, It's a tough one. I don't really have too many sort of like material things that 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 um, I I would particularly say. The the one thing would probably be um, my my grandfather got me a watch when I was 21. so, I'd probably save that. That's the one thing that I'd, I, I it's never off my wrist. Um, it's the one thing that probably when I'm, when I'm his age, hopefully I'll still have and it'll still be in good working Nick. And uh, it'll probably still remind me of him then. So, that'd be the one thing. Lovely.
2: Lovely. That's nice. It's better than what most people have been saying, which is a phone. <laughs> <laughs> I could live without that. <laughs> um, Danny, do you have any special skills?
0: Ooh. Um, special skills, nothing particularly major. I mean, I've, 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 I like to think I've got a relatively versatile voice. I like to think I'm quite good at, at accents and things like that. Um, obviously, I'm regretting saying that now on a on a podcast because I can I know what the follow up question is going to be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, that's, that's probably the the that's probably the one thing that. I, I guess someone someone would turn a special skill, if you like. So what you're going to do as the accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that all that, that all depends. This is the, the worst bit. Is I say I say that, and now I'm going to be like so out of practice, and it will be absolutely appalling. you will be wondering what on earth he's on about. Um, yeah. Uh, go on, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll give you. I'll give you a blast of. What should I give you a blast of? What's probably the strongest one? I mean, so so my my father is a Glaswegian, so every every so often, every time I went used to go up see my my grandparents, I'd, I'd be able to come back down. And I suppose that is, is that pretty good. Is that right? Yeah, that's uh, that,
2: that is such a sm- smooth transition.
0: Yeah, I was
2: sitting here waiting. I was sitting waiting for that. I was like, wait, he's actually doing it now.
0: It's <laughs> yeah. a really good job. So I've struggled to get into that a little bit. And then, uh, I suppose the other one now is if you go with Brendan Rogers so you do. You know, he's got the grass, <laughs> got great, a great character. You know, the he, other, so, he so sounds amazing. like general. He sounds like general. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, excellent stuff. So, Danny, what's your favourite type of music? Uh, <clears throat> I'm quite into. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm one of these who likes american things i'm quite into, into uh, country music at, at the moment actually um a friend of mine his his family all live out there and he got into it when he was growing up out there and we lived together for about 18 months and sort of by osmosis i was sort of bullied into it um i mean yeah, that's probably what i listen to the most at the minute i've always been partial to a bit of uh a bit of guitar music being from wigan i love, do love the verve um Oasis is probably the, the best gig I've ever been to. I went to their last one in Manchester at Heaton Park, which was one heck of a, uh, of a of an evening. Even if we were stood up in the rain for about eight hours before the actually came on stage, um, yeah, nice little grab bag. Something from uh, from one of those, I'd say.
1: Brilliant stuff. Um, tell us, this is the final question, but um, this is where we get really down and dirty. Danny, is um, tell us, <laughs> tell us, tell us one guilty pleasure and one bad habit
0: that you have. Uh, guilty pleasure. Oh god, I've got loads. Um, but I, I absolutely, I absolutely love what um, I, I sort of deemed when I was when I was younger to be uh, roller rollercoaster music, crap pop, basically. So love a bit of Five, uh, Shania Twain, Blue. Love a bit of that. So it's always a karaoke staple. Um, I, I do <laughs> yes, also... Danny. I love yes, that. there you go. <laughs> yes, that's the reaction I wanted. Um, I also do love proper like crap TV so I, I would happily sit and watch like, um, uh, like American Pickers or Love Island or all that sort of nonsense Um I, can I claim that as a bad habit Sitting, I spent all of last I did sitting watching Love Island Danny I, yeah. I didn't watch
2: Love Island but I said that my bad habit was watching trash TV it just helps you unload after a busy day
0: watching yeah, it's people like a, it's sort of like
2: it, a palate cleanser isn't it it is it is, uh, it is. I completely agree with you
0: yeah singing and flash TV yeah. me
2: exactly. and Daniel don't listen, on just fine. Don't,
0: listen to, <laughs> don't listen to these other people who judge you for that they don't know what they're talking about no they don't they're missing out
1: exactly <laughs> totally missing out on life um, Danny thank you very much for coming on the Three Amigos FBL show it was a pleasure getting to know you guys thanks so much for having me really enjoyed it one for each other and all for one the three brave amigos are real. Brother to brother and everyone a brave amigo.